there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live in downtown Las Vegas for the next three hours from the Circa Resort and Casino. And on tap today, we will get some East Coast perspective. Thomas Gable, Borgata Race and Sportsbook Director on the show. You know that they were flooded with Eagles money going all the way back to the spring and summertime. And no doubt with the amount of money coming in in his neck of the woods for the Super Bowl. So that was no doubt a big win for him yesterday. Patrick Everson with Vegas Insider will get a... The scoop from him across this city and beyond with what the result was like for sports books across the country. And Michael Lombardi will close up shop today in the final segment. Former longtime NFL executive and current VEASAN host with his thoughts on the game. Congratulations, pal. Congratulations to you. Great job. Um, for those of you who've been with the show for a while now, you know what we're talking about. If you're new to this program and to VEASAN, today is your first show. Paulie won a huge ticket on the Chiefs going back to December when there was a draft involving a blackjack tournament. Long story short, he finished fifth. The Chiefs fell to him at number five, and you took them at plus 410? Yep. For $7,500, man. Yep. Way to go. Well, it was uh, it was a wild ride. Uh, thanks to Mike Palm and Derek Stevens. Uh, it didn't look good at halftime. Hell, it didn't look good uh, when Mahomes got hurt against Jacksonville in the playoff game, and Chad Henney enters at his own two. But it, it felt like a much bigger lead than 24-14 at halftime. It felt like the Eagles were in total control, and, and this thing might get out of control because they couldn't stop them. What happens if that scoop and score doesn't happen? That, that, that's enormous. Uh, like, that, what right. are we talking about for a score at halftime? Absolutely. 31-7? Uh, that, that can't happen. Yeah, right. They're at midfield. You run that play, and he just he's changing, switching hands, and he fumbles. Mm-hmm. And Bolton with the scoop and score. I mean, that, that's enormous. 
because they were doing a good job at that point on Mahomes, and, and Kansas City had no answers for what Philly was running. But still, you go into the locker room up 10, and you're thinking, okay, well, they, they can't slow us down. We're feeling good. And that, that drive out of halftime was enormous for Kansas City because Chad, that's the other thing. You want to say saved by the bell or what with the timing because it was going into halftime? Henny's throwing on the sideline. Yeah. Looks like he's going to come in at I, that point. But I, they get uh, yeah. the 48-minute uh, delay with the pomp and circumstance and Rihanna. Can I go to my local pharmacy today and pick up what Patrick Mahomes was having at halftime? Or is that something like under the table, behind closed doors, that's not available to the public? Because he went from crying, literally crying his eyes out on the sidelines, to looking like um, a high school kid running around out there. I mean, he there was not a problem in the world with his ankle in the second half. Yeah, That was pretty wild. And he got, yeah, the benefit definitely went his way because of the long halftime show but what a game I mean that was an incredibly dramatic football game last night and uh you're right I mean so many things had to happen for the Eagles to lose that game some of the big plays that come to my mind right now right the the picks the or the the fumble the scoop and score for the six like we talked about mm-hmm. the horrible punt and the the terrible punt coverage to allow Tony to set an all-time record in the Super Bowl for longest punt return and uh, the defensive holding, which we'll get into coming up in about 10 minutes here, whether or not that should have been a penalty or not. But there was also, and I started to come around this way. Uh, yesterday, we did three hours on the show. I brought this up. Uh, when we were in Phoenix, I brought this up. I was quite confident the Chiefs offensive line was going to hold up. Where was this vaunted Eagles front four? Wow. Wow. They did nothing in the game. Yep. Yep. They didn't have a sack. The, the Chiefs had more rushing yards. I'll tell you what a horrible game was Gannon. Stock down on that guy. Oh, boy, Paul. The, the, the fake jet motion. How many times are you going to fall for this? And it's going to get you. They touched down to Tony, which the play is called Corn Dog. They asked uh, enemy why they call it Corn Dog. He says, because we like to eat. Well, sure, why not? But uh, Gannon had a horrible game. Uh, but this it, it, it looked like we were going to have an all-time Super Bowl, too. Because you think they're going to hold him to a field goal. Hurts is going to get the ball down three, and then there's all these enormous props that cast. Are we looking at overtime? Are we looking right. at, at at a game-winning drive here? Could, could Hurts have four touchdowns? Right. Everything was on in play there. No, you, you got mad at me on Twitter because when yeah. it was 35-35, I'm talking about from a sportsbook perspective here. I tweeted out, this is going to be an all-timer if the Eagles would win 37-35 with a safety in overtime. <laughs> And then okay, he cursed yeah. at me on Twitter. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, no, it's not bad, right? My, that would have been that bad. My point was the Eagles would have won by two for that to be the landing spot, but also the safety in overtime would, I mean, sportsbook directors yeah. would have been crying. No, sure, you're right. That, that would be an all-timer. Yeah. No, that was with the octopus coming in. The octopus the doink, got there. The doink comes in. That also mean the doink got there. That also mean because of that situation, the two-point attempt and the two-point conversion and the octopus all on one play. Yep, yep. Do you think Andy? I, I thought Andy should go for two up seven. I put, entered put my it mind on nine. It entered my mind. Yeah, if he could do that too. I also. But, what do you think about the Eagles taking the field goal to make it uh, to what to land on twenty-seven points at the time? Do I have my math right? Oh, yeah, twenty-seven, twenty-one. And then, yeah. what do you think about um, Andy Reid kicking the field goal with Bucker early on in the game? That I, I'm telling you, if you flip that, and that's the Eagles and Sirianni, he's not kicking that field goal. He's going for it. Mm-hmm. That was just. I thought that would be an issue, uh, but he he only missed one. But I thought we'd have a missed extra point, and uh, and because uh, he had he had issues all year. You know, I'm but, I'm I'm really confused going back to a Manning cast, and I love I love Peyton Manning, 
and I love his analysis of games and watching that. But when he said this uh, like a month and a half ago, when the biggest misnomer in sports <laughs> yeah. is halftime adjustments, right? We don't do anything. We go in there, we go to the bathroom, we eat some oranges and say, okay, guys, ready to go? He said, he's like, nobody. So what happened then last night? Did, did Reed and Bienemy not make any adjustments? They never, I mean, 24 points, the Eagles defense never, they never got any pressures on Mahomes. They never stopped the Chiefs' no. offense. No, no. It was Ridiculous. right down the field every single time. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, what are you doing, Gannon, right? You score 24 second-half points, zero resistance, no problem. Uh, there was a little bit of a pep talk by Reed at halftime, what he told Peter King. But as far as going in and drawing stuff up, I just think it was coming out and executing as well because how they uh, what what transpired in the first half. Um, do, how good does Ayuk and D- Debo look now? It's going to bring that up to you. What do you think? Well, it's a, little, a whole different ball game from Mahomes to Purdy. But, you know, I should have, would have, could have. But certainly for those guys to come out and say they haven't faced a quarterback like this, and trust me, Mahomes are going to move the ball on them. They, uh, well, certainly they got 38 points. So I'm not going to say sit, they were. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Niners were going to win that game yeah. if Purdy doesn't get hurt. But it's, it's, again, to take anything away from what happened two weeks ago in the championship games and say, oh, boy, I got to love Philly because of this, that was a huge mistake. We talked about that a lot on the Monday following those two games. But that game was going to go a different way. And, in fact, before it was late second quarter and after Devontae Smith went like this with the double bump to uh, say, guys, they didn't catch the ball, let's move right now, yep. uh, the Eagles did nothing until the, the Niners basically gave them a couple of touchdowns late in that first half. And then they just, you know, they yep. couldn't throw the football. Yep. Per, and then Johnson gets hurt. Purdy can't even, he literally cannot throw the ball. He had to hand off every single time. I don't know, maybe that's, that's a totally different result, though, based on what happened to his elbow. And I, I probably put some stock into what they had to say after the game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you make of the SOS today? Yeah. I mean, that Eagles defense was, they had 70 sacks on the year. They ran away with the most sacks. They dominated teams, and they could not even sniff Mahomes last night. I, I, I just, I mean, I thought that that could happen, but I, I thought maybe two sacks would be like the ceiling for that team. They didn't touch the guy, right? Yeah, very surprising, no doubt about oh. it. Between that, it was a u- u- unique game. Between that, you had one kickoff return. How about that? I know touchback after touchback after touchback. Um, you had uh, only four four punts in the game, and BTTS every quarter caches both teams to score thirty five points caches. Oh, that was a huge I mean, ticket. The, the first downs go over. Right, the plenty of big. You're right. The uh, the uh, defensive touchdown, Bolton anytime touchdown. You're right. But you, we know how enormous the scoop and score was. How about the false start? I mean, it's third and one. They're, that's stealing when you do the quarterback push. Yeah. How automatic that play uh-huh. is. And they're going to get the first down, and they're going to be in Chiefs territory. Yeah. And then it's going to yep, touch down the other, the other way. way. It's a killer. That false start is going to be... A, a couple of plays from last night's game will be under-discussed for, uh, from now until eternity, right? I mean, that's that play, and there's also a bigger play I'll bring up a little bit later on, too, that happened in the first half that nobody has mentioned to me was massive. But that, that false start changed everything. Yeah. I mean, you go from that, that's essentially automatic, the closest thing. And actually, yep. I, in my head, I'm thinking, I think the NFL are going to change the rules here. It's too easy for them. Paul Stone had a great point. It's a great tweet. Professional sports better who but, comes but, on this show all right. the time. Why don't other teams do it? Explain this. He's a great, this, is a, this is a great tweet about, well, considering what he squats, 
and how powerful he is. That's yeah. why other teams saw a tweet where someone questioned why more teams don't utilize the sneak as much as the Eagles. It's an easy one. Most teams don't have a quarterback who competed in the Texas State High School Powerlifting Championships and squats 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. Powerful lower body. Yeah, very good tweet. Yeah, they know what they have in this guy. Yep. But what did we say yesterday on the air here when we were on yesterday? You don't want any controversy. Stay out of the way, Sheffers, right? Was it the right call? Yeah. We'll debate that coming up. But the other thing is Mike Palm said full marks to Mike Palm, the VP of Circa. That field, that's that oh, that's- cannot happen. That cannot happen. As bad as you want to say you can't decide the Super Bowl with that call. The field can't be the a, a big story. So it's, it's a rink, right? It's a rink. That can't happen. Guys slipping and sliding all over the place. They spent eight hundred thousand on that. All right, as the season football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your place to be for basketball and hockey. They have you covered for every line and every boost. Great promotions. Tuesday hockey first goal insurance. Saturday hockey same game parlay. Bet and get. Check out BetRivers.com. Great house specials or download the app. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Yeah, we'll get to the controversy coming up next. And uh, to Pauly's point, there was something going on last night in the game that was way worse, in my opinion, than the defensive holding call that ultimately uh, decided the game. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. It's another way vsin's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. So, of course, the Super Bowl was marred by some controversy. The defensive holding call around two minutes to play in the game so if that is not called, Chiefs kick the field goal. They go up 38-35. Oh. 
that actually gives the Eagles too much time to score. And my thought is, unless they absolutely played it perfectly and milked the clock, this was this game was going to turn out like the Bills-Chiefs last year in the playoffs, where the Eagles probably score. Maybe it's a field goal. Maybe it's a touchdown. And then the Chiefs get the ball back with Mahomes one more time. And so was it the right call? The first initial replay or replays that we got, I never saw anything really. Um, I've seen some stuff on Twitter that kind of makes it look like now the call had to be made. But I, in the moment last night, I'm just like, there's no way, no how you can decide that game, the championship with that call. Paul, you won $38,000 yeah. last night on the Chiefs. What do oh. you think of it? It's a penalty. But do you decide the Super Bowl that way? Because you're deciding the game, right? Was it blatant? I, the, the thing that hurt was Fox didn't give you the correct view. It did not. Because Greg Olson is sitting there, I don't know, you know, like he always does. He hedges every comment. I don't know. But, but well, he didn't like it. He did not. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah, he said, right, don't decide the Super Bowl that way. But Pereira said, we need a different look. There's something else there. Because Fox didn't do a good job of showing Bradbury grabbing the jersey. He's got a fistful of jersey there. But but then again, it just you can't decide the Super Bowl that way. I, you don't throw the flag. That's, that's it, the way it, that I lean. It was a penalty, but it's also un, it's the unfortunate part of this is it's taken away from what could have been an all-time finish. No Everything's doubt. on a line here. Comeback so, uh, over time, you never know. But I just I don't know why he did that because he didn't have to do that. Because mm-hmm. because what you you missed it's initially he's got the fistful of jersey, and then he comes in with a, a, a hold for like two seconds, he's which you him. have to let go. But then you know the pass is thrown in the back of the end zone. That's, he has no chance to catch see, it. See, and that's my biggest problem, man. I wish that we could use our brains on this, and you know there's got to be some room for interpretation. Mahomes was throwing the ball away. I, I don't I don't think Randy Moss catches that ball. I don't think there's a receiver in the history of football who's going to come down with that. I I think that was completely uncatchable. And then for the just for that game to be cited like that, I just I mean in the moment watching it, first couple of replays on Fox, I'm like, that please don't do this. And they did. And then imagine if McKinnon would have scored. Oh God, absolutely, yeah. Oh, I was just sliding down at the one. Yep. So here you go. We're going to hear from both players involved on that final play. Here's KC receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Do you feel like you got held on that last play when they threw the flag? Oh, yes, 100%. Um, my routes to strike in, strike back out. I mean, Bradbury's a good player, but, you know, I feel like at some day, it's going to be, a call is going to be called. That's Juju. So now, again, also did not like it. I've heard other former players come out last night and today say, hated the call. Egregious, you can't decide a Super Bowl. Other players have said you have to throw the flag 100 times out of 100. Like you got, to me, I have a problem with that call if it's in week four. No, you are consistent. I I know you you were pissed off with the uh, NFC title game when it was Scotty Miller, I believe, Packers, Buccaneers. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, that that, that, that iced the game too. I thought that was more egregious than this one. But it, there's no need for him to do that. No, there's though. no need. I there's mean, no if he need. beats you for a touchdown, okay. Yep. You still have time. By doing that, that means they're gonna, you're going to kick the game-winning field goal. There's nothing you can do when the game's over. You can't sure. You can't do that. Make him earn it there. If he puts it on him and he, he throws a touchdown pass in the back of the end zone, so be it. You can't grab him there. And Sheffer said it was uh, said no debate. It's a, clear as it gets. It's yep. a jersey grab. This is uh, no whining. This is no sour grapes. Uh, the final decision with that score ending where it did – um, 
was really not that big of a deal to me in terms of uh, money won or lost. So, uh, to me, I mean, Gainwell scoring first, that flipping around was just a complete crusher to me. Yeah. But that final result was just like, okay, I can live with that, no problem. Uh, losing a little bit on the final decision of that game. But this is just me as a football fan, removing sports betting from it for a second. I don't want to see the Super Bowl finish like that. Where, right, again, totally, the, the, yeah. the play's completely uncatchable. He's throwing, the, he's throwing the ball away. They know they're going to kick a field goal there. Um, Kirk Herbstreit on Twitter. Usually do not get involved in ripping referees, but hate, all capital letters, that defensive holding call on Bradbury. 35-35 late on third down incompletion on what was a marginal foul? Let him play, man. Bad call. Hate. That is what many will take away from this game. Yeah, and they caught they caught the breaks in the AFC title game too, which they, I know that, that was... You have to call the one with the in the side shoving him into the bench. I mean, he's past the white at that point uh, to set up the game. No, that, that's a flag for sure. Right, it's it's this, the other calls they screwed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is James yep. Bradbury who took responsibility for the holding call. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. Yeah, in in, in the moment. Again, I just thought there's that's no way to decide a championship. That was my gut reaction last night. Yeah. And I thought that the the Fox broadcast, they did not you're exactly right what you said. Didn't get that clear shot. They did not have a clear shot right away. Yeah. With the initial couple of replays, I'm like, hold on a second here. What did he really do? He had his arm around him for like a second. Right. That you can't there's no way you can call that. But I will say what you said before the break, that and, and oh by the way, it's also more than that final play. The Eagles' defense is to blame more than that. Eagles' defense never showed up last night. Right. You well, can, second half was terrible. Oh, they were exposed. They were phony. Yeah. Call it whatever you want. Yeah, but the, the biggest yep. takeaway from Mike Palm was all over this yesterday when we were on the air. Yes. He said, watch out. The TCU-Michigan bowl game players were on ice skates out there. How do you have a Super Bowl determined on that kind of field? That's that's Mickey Mouse operation right there, Paulie. It, it appeared it wasn't that bad in the first half. But then after the halftime show, it was it got torn up, and what happened? But how slick it was, and players said it was terrible, and it was an ice rink out there. There was one player but, for the Eagles who compared it to being at a water park. Right. That, that one right. That one kickoff from Elliott, it looked like he was going to break his down. ankle. Yep, yep. Another reason I thought we could get a miss extra point. Someone would slip. Again, imagine yeah. if that decides a game. Sure. Game-winning field goal. Cannot happen. No. You sp- it's a billion-dollar business. You spent $800,000 on the field. And that's a big story. I mean that that's that that cannot happen. Yep. And I don't know with all the all the people out there on the field and the and all the stuff they were doing with the, on the high rise and all the, the you know up there. I don't even know what you call it on the stands. What Rihanna was standing on and the other dancers, but it, it ripped the field up. But again, yeah. as many people pointed out, this has been a problem in that stadium before in the Michigan TCU sure, game. That sure. just that can't happen. You it, can't spend $800,000 on the field in this, and that's what it looks like. If you're going to play a Super Bowl in those conditions, well, then you might as well rotate it in, in snowy cities, right? Cold weather. Play the game in Buffalo. Play the game in New York City again. Play the game in Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Have snow on the ground. Why? Why can't you do that? I, you, there's no way you can watch last night's game and tell me, yeah, this is completely uh, how, how the players want to go out there and play, and then argue about playing like uh, a playoff game or the Super Bowl when it's snowy outside. It's the same exact thing. I mean, I thought the Bengals players at Buffalo in the playoff game had a yep. better feel for the snowy conditions than last night, the players on either team. <laughs> and how about that, the video after Rihanna's Super like you said, at halftime, how many people were on the field picking stuff up off the field? Yeah. That's not a lot. That's not a big turnaround. They must. I, I'm, I think I probably counted like a couple hundred people there. 
on the field picking stuff up off the field. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's unfortunate, though, you, for oh, such a great game. Yeah, I, you don't want it to end that way, I know. You don't want any controversy, which I know if people see that view right away where he has the jersey, they probably change their minds, but I totally understand what the don't decide the Super Bowl uh, that way uh, opinion as well. And you also, after a 48-minute delay, 48 minutes without the ball, rather, you can't let Kansas City come right out and go right down the field if you're yeah. Philly and get yep. him. It's too easy. Well, and then, it's too easy. Yeah, that was, that was the play I was talking about now. After that, the Eagles, again, what, 17-play drive? Seven minutes off the clock? They had to settle for a field goal? Yeah. You, you, got, you can't beat Patrick Mahomes with field goals. Yeah. They know this, but you, you got you to finish that drive off with a touchdown. That would have been 31-21 then instead. What's the highest you saw in play? I saw Philly $4. Well, I, there was... Because uh, then you're thinking it might be any time. Here we oh, go no, again was, with this. Be, when the Eagles got the ball back, when it was 21-14... Another and terrible job by Andy Reid, not running it. They handed him three points yep. there. It was before, and we'll get into this later on, the Devontae Smith, the overturned catch, yep. that was a non-catch. At that moment, Circa was dealing minus $5 on the money line of the Eagles. BetMGM had minus uh-huh. 306 So there was a huge okay. difference. Five huge dollar. difference. Okay. But then the, in that moment when the Eagles had to settle for a field goal and make it 24-14 going into halftime rather than 28-14, that is a massive difference there. Two touchdowns compared yes. to 10 points? Yes. It's night and day. Yep. Funny how they said no catch on the Smith, but the Goddard, the, I thought the Goddard was good too. Yeah. But the Goddard held up, so. Uh, yep. That was and I, I, I thought they were going to yep. overturn the Goddard, but I thought that it was, yeah. I thought, okay. So up next, we will get into win some, lose some. Books must have taken it out in the chin with some of the results from last night's game and all of these props that came in at huge prices, man. It was the a public player's dream come true last night. That's next year on VEASAN. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VEASAN. Welcome in. It's great to have you on board here. The Monday morning after the Super Bowl, Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas. Let's get some uh, perspective from the East Coast, shall we? As uh, Thomas Gable is the race and sportsbook director at the Borgata in Atlantic City, and he is up early with us today, and he is still employed based on last oh. night's results. Thomas, it's great to talk to you. How are you? Great to be on with you guys. Yes, still still employed. I was uh when Dustin had texted me the other day to come on, I said, well, under one condition, if they might still need to be employed for me to be on. And uh, here I am. So, well, well, congratulations on that. Uh, (laughs) Can you take us through and you can answer this however you would like. uh, But I have to ask you, obviously going back to like last March, April, everybody in your area betting the Eagles on future tickets to win the entire thing. I mean, it was, you couldn't stop it. Right. And for this game as well, like your ticket count and handle was completely lopsided. uh, I'm guessing on Philadelphia against the chiefs. So how big overall was that swing when the Eagles actually lost? Well, it was a seven figure swing for us. Um, Now, like you said, I mean, the Eagles open up as 40 to one to win the Super Bowl last uh, when we opened it up after last year's Super Bowl. And, the steam really picked up around the draft. Uh, they had a good draft. They obviously acquired AJ Brown. 
And that's really when you started to see the Eagles' future money uh, pour in. But, yeah, I mean, throughout, throughout the entire year and throughout the season, uh, people continued to bet them. This was as somebody who grew up in the Philadelphia area. Um, this was an unusual scene, I think, for me, where Eagles fans were actually confident uh, going into this game. And it's not something that you typically see from a psychological perspective from the Eagles fans uh, all the time when they're going into a big game. But they were actually confident. Uh, that they could come away with a victory here. But, uh, you know, in terms of booking the game, it, yeah, we had a lot of uh, liability on the Eagles' futures. But the game itself, we were not so lopsided until about Saturday. And Saturday, when everybody got into town, I think for the weekend, checked into the hotel rooms and were getting ready for the parties and everything, that's really when the Eagles' money really started picking up in earnest for us on the game itself. And, um, you know, I would send out our positions to our president and our CFO uh, basically uh, the last couple days and give them an update. And basically it was, here's where we're at. If the Eagles cover and the game goes over, here's the result. If the Chiefs win and the game goes under, here's the result. And at the bottom of that email, I would always put the caveat, these scenarios do not include our future liability, which is X on the Eagles, and here's what we win in, on the Chiefs in the future book. So uh, as that Eagles money started to come in on Saturday, and I realized books in Vegas, they were going to one, even some picks there on Saturday. Uh, that was never an option for us uh, to move towards, uh, mm. towards the Chiefs. So yesterday, mid-afternoon, I sent out another update with our positions. And our president walks in and he says, you know, I uh, have been getting these emails and reading them. He's like, I never scrolled to the bottom of the email to actually see what our future liability there is on the Eagles. <laughs> he says, man, we're effed if the Eagles actually win this game. I said, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a good one. Uh, now, obviously, we still have in-game. Uh, and in-game, we were taking some Chiefs. We took a six-figure Chiefs wager in-game. Um, we had the props market. So... Yeah, it was a very a very big swing for us between an Eagles victory and a Chiefs victory. Um, could have been a very very bad result, but um, ended up being being pretty good there. What was it like second half? Did they did they take the three with Philly too, or, or what? Why'd that go? So I mean, again, you had a lot of people who were uh, taking the three. We we took some bigger bets though on the Chiefs. Um, uh, laying the three, we we took a six-figure wager on the Chiefs laying three. Uh, so we we actually lost. Obviously, first half market was not good for us with the Eagles being up at up ten there yeah. at halftime. Um, so we ended up losing the first half. We ended up losing the second half market as well uh, because of the bigger bets there on the Chiefs. Um, so I mean, again, the, the game wasn't like a, a runaway uh, cash cow for us. Uh, you know, we did lose on certain markets there, but. Uh, you know, overall, I can't complain. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Thomas Gable is our guest here on a Monday morning following the Super Bowl, the classic last night between the Eagles and the Chiefs. Thomas is the sportsbook director, racing sports at uh, Borgata in Atlantic City. So, on that note, then, what were some of the markets? What were some of the props that kind of dinged you up a little bit last night? Well, um, overall, we did pretty decent on props. I'll say the. Uh, the MVP market was one where, and 
I'll say the Chiefs, the Chiefs' offensive line last night really showed up for them. Um, they did a tremendous job. No, wow, no sacks on Mahomes. In the MVP market for us, uh, Hassan Reddick was a huge liability for us. Um, he opened up as 30 to 1. He was bet down to 20 to 1. He had, I think we had double the amount of tickets written on him, double the amount of handle on him compared to any other player in that wow. pool, MVP Ooh. pool. So, um, and they were betting him very heavily. Uh, Gainwell, again, he had a lot of tickets written on him as well. He was somebody who was, all his props were getting steamed up through the week. Um, and I get it because when you looked at the Eagles offense, especially with, um, if they go to throw the ball to a running back, Sanders doesn't catch the ball. Uh, Boston Scott really doesn't catch passes. So I, I get that his receiving yards prop was going to get uh, pushed higher. Uh, but, you know, Gainwell certainly had a narrative on him that people were, were betting him throughout the, the week. Um, the, the Pacheco props as well were getting bet to the over, and that was really due to um, a, a local situation for us. Pacheco is a local kid. He he went to Vineland High School, which is right outside Atlantic City. So I think just he had a lot of local support there, and people were betting his props over. Uh, we did have one guy had a had a great hit. He got the exact score, ten dollars on the exact score, um, which uh, hit for I forget exactly what the price was on it, but I know he cashed for over eleven grand on the ten dollars. Oh, jeez, wow! On a on a ten dollar bet. Yeah, ten dollar wow. bet. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, so when you plan on opening up numbers for next year, uh, in, in fact, you might have them up already. Like yeah. If you do, where do you have the Eagles? The Eagles are currently 9-1 to one right now. So the Chiefs are the favorite, which is you typically make the, uh, the, the Super Bowl champions the favorite when you open up the market. And, uh, again, there's uh, uh, you, you don't as, – as long as you're not expecting some huge turnover and – uh, we certainly aren't there with the with the core. Uh, so uh, Chiefs open up as favorite. Eagles are nine to one. So we we try to open these up uh, right as right as the game ends. So people cashing out, they they like to they like to get down. And I remember last year when we were cashing people out. I think the first future we took for this year's Super Bowl was somebody put down three thousand on the Chiefs to, to win the Super Bowl. I remember that. That was the first uh, first bet we took last year. So. Uh, that guy, uh, hopefully he. Uh, no, uh, uh, Thomas, are you so obviously again based in Atlantic City? Are you going to be similar to books out here in Las Vegas, where it's always been such a big Lakers town, for example? And when the Lakers are really good, it doesn't matter what number the books post up. I mean, in the Kobe years, the yes no on the playoffs, they could put up two to one to win the NBA title, and people are going to bet it. Is that so? I'm guessing that you're going to take plenty of action on nine to one on the Eagles. Yeah, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Listen, they, they have a lot of uh, guys who are going to be free agents that they need to make decisions on. I don't think they're going to be able to pay everybody. Um, but, yeah, I, the Eagles are, are definitely going to be a big liability for us going into next year. There's no doubt. Now, with the season that they had, the regular season that they had, um, and the showing last night, uh, and, and obviously you never want to see a game come down to uh, possibly an officiating call uh, deciding it, but – you know that's uh, that's the mindset here right now. Is that hey they uh, th- that call should have never been made, and the Eagles uh, should have had another shot at this. Yeah. What do you think of it mm-hmm. personally? Did you agree with that? 
It's a very, very difficult situation because you're going to get it. Whether you make the call or you don't, you're going to have detractors on, on either side. Um, but I, I, I lean towards not making that call because, just because of the spot in the game and where you are with the time left. Yeah, that's exactly what we think as well. Well, I'm very happy to hear that you're still employed today, Thomas. That's excellent because you do well, a great job you. out there at the Borgata. Thanks so much yeah. for the time today. We appreciate that. And um, happy post-football season here in 2023. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys, and congrats, Paulie, on uh, on your hit. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Good to talk to you. We'll uh, do it again soon. Seven-figure right, swing there at the Borgata, right. as you would anticipate. They did not have doink, and they did not offer octopus. Uh, at Bet Rivers, someone put ten thousand dollars on no octopus. Would have paid five hundred. Oh boy, first octopus in Super Bowl history. Well, look it was, it, again. It, yeah. it takes a lot to even have an attempt. And ten thousand will win five hundred. Boy, he just hurts, vultured everything last yep, night. He did, and that's the biggest. That is the biggest bet I've ever heard. Ben Fox said the same thing: four hundred and sixty thousand on a prop. Anytime, anytime touchdown, touchdown. Kelsey, bam, right away. There you go. Yeah. And he was three to one to score the first touchdown for the Chiefs overall in the game. Yes. Uh, thanks to the uh, tweet too. I missed one. The Ben Affleck commercial was solid. The, I, the, I, I, the, I think one. it was Dunkin' Donuts or whatever with J-Lo. And mm. the, you recognize me? Yeah, the, that was well done. I missed that one. Very good commercial. And the new uh, uh, Nike movie promoting that, too, with Jordan and I think it looks pretty uh, good. Damon and Affleck. And, mm-hmm. Yes, Sonny Vaccaro. Right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Up next, we'll talk about the biggest play of the Super Bowl that nobody is talking about. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. 
All right, as football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be for basketball and hockey. They have you covered for every line, odds, and boosts. Tuesday hockey, first goal insurance. Saturday hockey, same game parlay, bet and get. Weekly pro basketball, bet and get. Check out BetRivers.com or download the app today at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. We'll get into odds for next year's Super Bowl here coming up in a few minutes. Uh, some things to address here before we do that, though. I wanted to point out, I mean, look, we're getting a reaction today, guys. Please talk about what happened to William Hill. Yeah. The sportsbook William Hill, uh, it was down pretty much all day yesterday. In fact, it's still down. I feel I feel bad for. Him. I mean, I just I do. I mean, they, it must be where they have so many books out here and across the country that it's it's too much traffic, and they couldn't. I, something happened with the app and technology, and they couldn't handle it all. You you think William Hill wants to be down the whole day? Of course not. Oh. Um, and that stinks. And I feel bad for them. I feel bad for betters who use that book. Um, they have awesome in play. So yeah. that's good for nobody involved. I don't want to have. I don't want any book to go through that on Super Bowl Sunday. That that stinks. And this is from Logic3227 on Twitter. Points out, did okay betting the game last night. Not my best Super Bowl, but I made some money. Yet I still woke up this morning feeling like I lost. That's how I know the officiating was bad. We all got robbed of a potentially great ending. Yeah. Yep. I understand the frustration. It's a horrible way to end the season. Yeah. And it could have been an all-time, all-time ending. And maybe with overtime involved, too. Good chance. But uh, it's 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 if you watch the entire game closely and a former player and you're saying it was they were allowing that to go on for much of the game and now they call it bad job Jeffers. But you know I just don't know why he would grab him there. Yeah, I mean why it's so blatant in front of everybody. I mean he's he's got he's got a fistful of jersey yeah, there. People are and he, pointing and out and he said it. I mean that's the other thing. He owned it afterwards. He says yeah I held him. I tugged the jersey. I was hoping they'd let it slide. Yep. He owned up to it. I pointed out that the reason why I hated it is because <clears throat> Mahomes was clearly throwing the ball away and it was 100% uncatchable. I said earlier, Randy Moss is not going to catch that ball. Like, uh-huh. that's, it's not right. going to happen. People are pointing out that Mahomes saw the hole. That's why he was throwing it at that side of the field. That's a, I don't know. Okay. Well, the other thing was uh, Pereira had it right. But Olsen said, no, you can't call that. It's a Super Bowl. Olsen said but that. But Pereira yeah. was saying, wait a second. There's a, we need a longer look here. Yes. Because they were missing the tug of the jersey, which Pereira had. So I'll give him credit there. But yeah, the in f- light of what happened in the AFC title game, and then this happens again, Kansas City was living right. Oh, they were living right. They certainly were. I mean, if that if the Bengals game goes another quarter, like Billy Walter said last week here on VEASAN, Chiefs yeah. probably lose the game. If it goes uh, to overtime. Well, certainly the calls that went against them, though, too. Yeah. I mean, the do-over. The, the do-over was just absolutely absurd. That's the call where they got it five, they, they're, basically five things wrong. They got away with a hold on Mahomes' run. Yeah, the intentional the, the, grounding. The, the intentional grounding on Burrow, I know. So, but they won it. Congratulations. So what are you, what are you, early thoughts next year? What are you looking at? Now, I will say this from a scheduling standpoint. Let's do it again. Let's, uh, let's start the season with a bang. The Eagles host, excuse me, the Chiefs host the Eagles next year. Let's do it. Oh, would they do that? Why not? I you, hope so, but would right? they schedule a Super Bowl rematch? They also host the Bills again. <laughs> well, that might be the game. How many years in a row is that? So KC has wow. Philly, Cincinnati, and Buffalo at home. Those are your candidates. Don't know Chargers. I've, that's enough of that. I mean, it's always been a good game, but that's, and we did that in week two yeah, we this past season. We don't need that. I would start it. I would start it with KC and Philly. Oh, they have to go a non-divisional game. 
Yeah. With one of the powerhouse opponents that they have on the schedule. Yeah. But I won't complain if it's the Bills, although the Bills just started on the Thursday night this year. No, that's going, I mean, to, I'd going to Los Angeles, but sure. I'd take Bills Chiefs in a heartbeat. Okay. Sign me up for that right now. Uh, if they want to do that. If they want to, I, I think they probably save that for a primetime game like in November. It'll be, I think, Eagles-Chiefs on a Monday night game or potentially a Sunday night well, game. Remember, you can flex now, late in the year. Yeah, they can. The Monday night, you can flex. Yeah. And Goodell talked about Thursday night as well. Chiefs are the favorites. You see 2024 now. Bill's right behind them. Then you have the Niners. How will Purdy do in uh, year two? And coming off the injury, certainly have to respect the Bengals. And as Gable said, uh, the Eagles 9-1, to that Borgata. And then you see 9-1 to at most places, too. Um or the jokes yesterday with the Dak. That's the only way Dak will get to a Super Bowl. The Philly fans booing him for Walter Payton Man of the Year. Oh God! Oh, that was that's I missed that. It's funny. Yeah. Oh man. So the Cowboys fourteen to one. No way. Big Mike calling the plays. Can't get there. The Charger hype again. Sure. Why not? I'm taking a look at the Ravens now. They they hit. They tag Lamar and then they trade him. What happens? Can they work this out? If if they can if they have that same defense and why not right? But as nasty as that defense was, now if I can get a healthy Lamar Jackson, I will fall for the Ravens again. Sure. And what do you want to do with the Jets? I already bet them at forty-five to one. See what see what happens with Rodgers now. Does he enter the four-day cave today? And the, yeah, I think that starts. Yeah. Yeah. And he emerges from the cave and then decide what he's going to do. The retreat to fourteen hundred and twenty-six. Yeah. The year, living like a caveman. <laughs> okay. Huh. Lions are going to be a sexy pick. Very trendy pick. Yeah. No doubt about That's it. That's too sexy. They're, yeah, two, 30 to 1. No, be better than that. Although G- they definitely can win that division. Jacksonville and Detroit, too too sexy, in my opinion. Uh, I don't want 28 to 1 or 30 to 1. Uh-huh. Although I could see the if you can find better than 30 to 1 on the Lions, I could actually see that team being a version of this year's uh, Eagles team. Right? Because if, if Rodgers goes away, I mean, even if Rodgers comes back to Green Bay, that team is not that great. They're not in that great of hands. The Vikings, I think everybody anticipates that team to take a major step back next year. Right. The Bears need a ton of help. Yep. So in theory, that division can absolutely be had, which means their schedule will be somewhat easier. And, I mean, 40, 50, I would be enticed if I could find the lines at 50 to 1. I really would be, which I don't think that number is going to exist anywhere. Yeah. What do you want to do with Miami? The unknown with Tua. Now, you did hire... I think they have too many holes. You did hire Fangio. How was that allowed, by the way? That's allowed? Fangio game, was hired by the Eagles to game plan for two weeks? <laughs> I guess it didn't work. It's a good that, question. That's weird. So you gotta you gotta if you're gonna pick a team from the AFC, I think you need to be careful about which team you go with here. Because look, I mean, we could talk about the Browns today at 40 to 1, or maybe even better. Expecting Deshaun Watson to not look like he did in the short sample size that we had. Maybe he bounces back and turns back into a top five quarterback again, and the defense regresses to the norm. And they play well because they have talent on that side of the ball. Mm. But again, you're picking the Browns in a conference where you it's just it's scattered with other great powerhouses. I think if you look at a team right now, why not the NFC? And you can cross team again. I like you said, Cowboys. No, thank you. I don't want the Cowboys. Right. Um, I don't yeah, want the wait. Packers. I don't want the Rams. So I think you can cross up a bunch of teams. And, and you know what? When it when the dust settles, I think maybe the Lions are the team that you fall on. Well, we just had a team that was one play, oh, two plays away from doing this. A couple plays away, rather. But 40-1 to one with the Eagles. Could there be a, another team that comes, I don't want to say out of nowhere, because they were a playoff team the previous year, but takes that jump uh, at a good price in that uh, range. I think it I, might be. I think it actually. Yeah. I'm talking myself into, uh, to Detroit here. 
I don't want to do the Giants. You're putting a lot of faith there in uh, yeah. Daniel Jones. Right. And then in the AFC, you got, okay, which team has, what well, we watched again last night with Mahomes, which team has the best chance to play Kansas City and beat them, potentially at Arrowhead in the playoffs? Do you want to, do you want to tie up money no. on the Bills at 7-1? to one? I don't know if I want to do that. I still think the Bengals have the best chance to beat them. What if, what if Peyton can get Wilson on on track? I could buy into that. The defense was so good, right? Yeah. I mean, all they had to do was score 17 points in these games, 20 points, and they couldn't do it. Yeah. You have to have full right. faith that what we watched, this just throw away this last year, uh-huh. right? You need to treat the Broncos like the Eagles after beating for the 49ers and all that crap went wrong for, for San Francisco. Just throw it away. It means nothing. You have to throw this season away for the Broncos if you want to make, and then you can get there. You can probably get there with that idea. Yeah, You're going to have to have a lot of faith in Wilson going back to the guy who he was in Seattle, and that, that can happen. Can Peyton make it work? Why not? Guy is really, really good as a head coach. And when, when Drew Brees came out and said he will absolutely get the best version of Russell Wilson possible, uh, I'll, uh, you're, what you said right away, there, we had major question marks about Breeze in San Diego. Absolutely. Right? And the Eagles are going to lose some people, but that's going to be a hell of a team next year, too. I mean, Hertz, Hertz was dynamite. And so was that it offense. It was really good. And the O-line, so. Yep. We're but, getting uh, feedback right now. Josh says he likes Jacksonville at 28-1. to Jacksonville's going to be good next year. In that yeah. division? And they get Ridley. Yep. That, it Ridley comes off the suspension. Yep. Jake says uh, he bet the Raiders at 40-1 to 1 completely based on Rodgers. I still don't like the Raiders if they get him. I, I did that with the Jets. I bet him at 45-1 to 1 because they appear to be like, let's make it, let's make it happen. Absolutely. I, 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 yeah, Jets would be dangerous with, with Rodgers yep. and that defense. Tripp is asking the question, who's the third best team in the NFC? Eagles first, Niners second, then who? Who's the third best team in the I'll go Lions. Ba- yeah, based on how they closed? Yep. Yeah. To go into Lambeau when you're eliminated and still win that game? I still think the Cowboys are good, but yeah. I just don't want them to win the Super Bowl. Patrick Everson on the yeah. program next. Great reporter on sports betting. We'll talk about how books fared last night with the Super Bowl. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get ready for Lombardi today. Coming up here on VEASAN and the GM Shuffle podcast. Must listen for every football fan. He'll go off today. Oh, Gannon's going to get buried. Players, teams, <laughs> coaching decisions. Every Monday and Thursday throughout the season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings today. Wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate appreciate you getting up early again in studio, Michael no, Lombardi. No problem, Paulie. Thank you, sir. Well, what would you think of the call on think, Bradbury? Well, I mean, the kid admitted it was a call. I mean, you got to. Call, he called it. You could see the jersey clearly tug. I mean, you got to call it. You know, you could see the reaction. They were trying to throw the ball to Smith Schuster. So, look, I, here's what I do know: If I were Vic Fangio, I'd be really upset today because my name was attached to that game plan by Philadelphia, yeah. and I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I wouldn't want yeah. that at all. I mean, that was as bad of of a game plan that you could come up with. Their defensive line had five hits on the quarterback, no sacks. They never pressured. They played zone. When they needed the ball back, I said all week, look, I like the Eagles, but unless the Eagles had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, they were going to lose. Yeah. And you couldn't give them the ball back 
with a chance to score and beat you. Because Andy will throw the football. He wasn't just going to run it. If you're playing soft Big 12 zone, that's what he was playing. Soft Big 12 zone. It was a Big 12 game last night, really, is what it was. Mm-hmm. We got a Big 12 game, and uh, it was disappointing. And, and I think that, to me, a lot of people are telling me he's now going to become the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, that is a tough press conference if that happens. That is a tough sell after what we just watched. I mean, look, the, 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 the Super Bowl the Eagles won – the, the Patriots never punted. The Patriots, right. after that game, right. were saying to themselves, how the hell did we lose? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and this game, the Eagles punted twice and lost. I mean, this was the, this was classic Big 12 yeah. football. Yeah. I know Peter King took him to task about the lack of adjustments in the fake jet motion, getting them over and over again. And it worked twice there well, what they were the doing, the Tony. What they were doing, they were cutting that. So every time they were getting crossers, they you could see them signaling to cut. So what they were doing were playing the play. They were playing the play, and Andy ran a reverse play off of the play. So Andy knew they were going to play the play. Okay, you know, you're going to play this guy's okay. cross. So they just kind of, instead of, instead of playing cons- concepts on defense, they played the play. Okay, and then they worked against the play, and that's what happens. I mean, Andy is the master at misdirection in the red zone. You've got to be able to keep your eyes mm-hmm. and ears on the quarterback because if you get into that situation down there, all his misdirection is what he's trying to do. He's trying to create separation through deception. I was surprised the Fangio things allowed because he had accepted. Well, he was them. a free agent. Was he was with them all year? I mean, uh-huh. this is a misconception. He okay. signed a two-year contract with them. At, at the end, because he was going back in the league. So I think they had to kind of fit the protocol of the league. But he'd been helping Gannon. And one of the things we talked about with Gannon all year is how he was being more a little bit more aggressive. But at the end of the day, his corners can't hold up. For all the conversation about how great his secondary was, yeah. they can't cover man-to-man. Yeah. I mean, Bradbury can't cover man-to-man. I mean, and, you know, that's why he got cut by the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Giants went to a full blitz scheme with Don Martindale, and Bradbury didn't fit. And Slay's not the same player he once was. But at the end of the day, when your defensive front gets 60 sacks a year out of the 70 and they don't they don't hit the quarterback, that's right. why you're going to lose. Then they outrushed them, which I couldn't believe. Well, they stopped they running the ball. I mean, they yeah. stopped running the ball. I mean, look, Hurts was running. I mean, Hurts was incredible in the game. I mean, he was running, and then they stopped running. I mean, the, the drive that killed the Eagles uh, was when they were down. It was 24-21. The Eagles get the ball. They have that wonderful drive. They mm-hmm. run that inside zone play on third and five, and it gets stopped, and they, they kick the field goal there to go up 27-21. That was one of those where he had to kick the field goal, but they needed a better third down call. I mean, the, I thought the yeah. Chiefs lost the game when they were driving down before they missed the field goal. Right. Right. They drive down. They ran that, like, shuffle pass that they didn't get. Mahomes almost threw an interception on there. Right. You know, they kicked the field goal, missed the field goal, and then Andy mismanages the middle eight. Again. Oh Again. 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 Yeah. Were you surprised he deferred to start? I mean, no, because, yeah, I was, because he never really pays attention to the middle eight anyway, so why would he yeah. defer? Yeah. You know, but he did, and, and uh, you know, and then he's able to overcome it, had the nice drive in the – but look, I mean, I know Mahomes is the MVP and Mahomes is great, but I don't think Mahomes really had a hard throw to make in the game. Like, Hurts made hard throws. The the seven cut to Goddard might have, on third and 17 was a great throw. Yeah, yes it was. I mean, it was incredible. He made some incredible throws. It felt like a blowout at halftime, though. I mean, I agree with you what you said, kick the field goal up 27-21. The, the scoop and score, the fumble, that's enormous, too. But, but the false start, I mean, it's third and one. They're going to pick that up there in Kansas City territory. Then the false start and then the fumble, and it goes – 
touchdown the other way. But it felt like they a, almost a didn't bigger, call the false start. Yeah, well, that, they almost didn't call the false start. I mean, the, the line judge never even called it. It took the umpire to call it, and that was only because the Chiefs were just screaming. I mean, they didn't want to call anything. And huh. I mean, could you imagine no holding calls in the game? There were no holding calls in a game when we know NFL yeah. football is all about holding. Yeah. So they they didn't want to call it. And the only reason they called the defensive holding call was because you had to call it. Like, it was so egregious yeah. you had to call it. Now, I know Philly fans are going to say that wasn't a bad – that was a horrible call. Look, the kid admitted it was a call, right? When the kid admits it, then just stop complaining. How about the field? Horrible. I, I You know, I mean, God, George Thomas, what, he's done how, every <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl? But that field has been slippery. It was slippery all year long. And maybe that had something to do with getting traction on the pass rush. I don't know, but it, to me, that was an issue. But Can't. kickers are slipping. I mean, that's a little yeah. bit like Green Bay. Yep. Kickers are slipping on their approach. That's a problem. What do you think of Steichen getting the Colts job? Well, look, I mean, Steichen did a really good job with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a unique kid, right? Yeah. You know? And uh, so I think what the Colts want to do is try to find a quarterback, whether it's C.J. Stroud, whether it's another one in the draft, that he can build that six-back offense around. I mean, look, that's what Miles Sanders wasn't a factor in the game. You know, A.J. Brown was. Big, but it was A.J. Brown. It was the, you know, I, it was a big 12 game. I mean, the defense of the Chiefs, I didn't think uh, they, they had the three and out. He went zero blitz. Spagnola went zero blitz on the third down where Hurts had to throw it out of bounds. The next time he went zero blitz, they converted. Then they scored down the field right away. But once they scored there, Gannon had to become more aggressive. You know, because you knew the Chiefs were going to run that clock out. And you're giving them throws on second and eight that get first downs. I mean, they went into full yeah. Canadian offense. They didn't really have a have a third down throw. So to me, that that was that's that comes back to philosophy. And like I said earlier, if I'm Vic Fangio, I, I don't want my name attached to that game plan. Yeah, yeah. Are you surprised Andy's coming back? At least he said he's coming back. I don't know what else Andy would yeah. do. I don't know what else Andy would do. Andy Andy doesn't really have a hobby. I mean, if, if <laughs> eating cheeseburgers is a hobby, I don't know. I don't think Andy has a hobby. Andy likes football. I mean, yeah. if you like, why wouldn't you come back? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it, the games, look, for a guy like Andy, the game gets easier because he knows his system. He's got complete control over the organization. He, he The coaches he's competing against, for the most part, are young, inexperienced coaches. What, what are you hearing on Rodgers? What do you think happens? I'll ask you because I don't know the next time I talk to you. What happens? I, I think Rodgers, I think they trade Rodgers. I think the Jets are so desperate for a quarterback, they're liable to give. Because here's the question nobody wants to answer How long is Rodgers going to play for? Two years? I mean, I he's know. in that cave with Andy Dufresne down there. I don't know what he's going to do. I mean, he's, when he comes out, he's, am I playing a year? Am I playing two years? Am I playing six weeks? I don't know. I mean, look, I think he's a great player. But if I right. were a GM, how do I quantify giving up all those picks for for what? What am I getting? One year? That's pretty short sighted. The Jets reached out, but that's you have to talk to them. I know, and it's got to be tied into the compensation. It's well, got to be what tied. A second, in. What if he ups up calls it quits like a year, or two years? That's right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. so I mean, if 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 he's going to play three years, they're going to get a heavy deal for him. If he plays one year, they're not going to get as heavy of a deal unless somebody gets desperate. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. I oh, appreciate anytime, Paulie. All right, great, the great Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive. And uh, GM Shuffle podcast coming up and Lombardi line as well. So he's got a big day coming up. And uh, subscribe, tune in, and listen to that. And it was great uh, hearing the Al Davis stories and all the NFL stories. Uh, having, having dinner with him uh, this week as well. You know, it's, it's unfortunate it ended that way. You know, but Bradbury admits it. But that you, 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 that you, that's it. Game's over once you throw the flag there. That's it.
and it's a hard way to end the season and for the Super Bowl to end that way. And who knows what the finish was going to be like. Mitch is right. Overtime, everything was on the table. Great comeback win. If McKinnon gets in, do they try to answer and do they go for the win there with Hurts? If McKinnon would have scored and you drag him in, incredible. All right, great job by the crew. Dustin's uh, the best, greatest producer. The, the great job behind the glass with everybody. Also in Phoenix and here Sunday and Monday. Thanks to Len, Brian, John, and thanks to the listeners. Most importantly, you've been with us for five years. We thank you for watching every single day and during the five-year run. We know what the schedule. We have to recharge the batteries. So we go on vacation now with the season being over. It'll be Storm and Sean, Stormy and Sean King here this week. We are back the 27th of February. So they'll be holding it down. And again, thank you very much to watching every day in the loyal Fall the Money Army as well. Thanks to everyone who has been a part of the last week and the five years with the listeners as, as well. So we'll be back on the 27th as we start vacation now in 10 seconds. And Mitch had to get out here already because they moved up the flight on him as well. Have a good weekend. Take care. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.